Fellas, when was the last time you wrote your girl a love letter? Like really sat down with pen and some paper and really did your best in trying to communicate to her what you had been feeling on the inside, all of those feelings that you've been holding in, all of those issues of communication with her, all of those issues of trust with her, all of those days where you beefing over nothing with her. When did you decide for yourself to really sit down and make sure that she knew in detail what it was that you were trying to say? Have you ever tried to write her a love letter? Have you ever tried to make sure that she knew that beyond whatever it was that y'all were going through, that you would do the extra or go the extra mile to make sure that y'all work? Of course, BJ is going to talk about that. That's right, people. All BJ, no Penrose. Let's get to it. This is for my This is hard to say. I want to make sure I go about this in the right way. Because lately I've been busy a lot. And I know you don't feel appreciated and whatnot. I used to tell you that your hair looked fly. Kiss you slow and stare in your eyes. Now I talk real foul and slick. Every other sentence is you make me sick. Back in the days I was your number one pick. Now your heart's half broken and that's hard to fix. I had to dig deep inside myself Cause I can't see you bouncing with somebody else It's a long journey back to the place we was When I was too embarrassed to admit I was in love And you was my good girl that wouldn't give it up I can't let her self-destruct Baby, smile today Cause I've been What's up, everybody? This is Dick OBJ, and thank you so much for tuning in to Penrose versus Anybody. Today is a little different. I am doing a solo show to touch on something that I think is very important to the growth of most people's relationships and possibly um, the betterment of communication between two individuals. Um, but again, I'm talking about this on my own. Shout out to my brother Penrosines for letting me, you know, use the platform to touch on a, a very sensitive topic. Um, I guess of some sorts, this is like sensitive as gangster too. Go back a couple of episodes and check that one out because um, it's time for men to be a little bit more compassionate, which a lot of times is very hard for us to do because we're so used to being alpha or beta males and um sometimes you got to kind of like let your pride go or you know let your ego down a little bit just to make another person understand your sincerity and your passion for whatever it is you believe in whether it's your relationship it's your ambitions your goals you know whatever means something to you definitely wanted to you know touch on this because this is something that i just recently went through not necessarily in having to write a letter but my letter was a very um important part to the introduction to this topic this week has been very rough for me as far as you know responsibilities and one of the things that um was the roughest uh, part of this week is a issue 
or a financial issue that I have with a next girlfriend. Um, one of the reasons why BJ doesn't necessarily jump to the ideas of, you know, committing to another relationship is the fact that I have some, you know, financial dealings that, you know, still existed after me and my ex broke up. And it kind of, you know, carried over quite a few years, you know, after she and I had broke up. But I'm just one of those guys that believe that just because you're not together and not necessarily seeing eye to eye on things like we don't hate each other. I still would, you know, do certain things for her if it was to, you know, help her get ahead or move forward. I'm just not that hateful or spiteful person. But for her, it was it may have been different. It may have just been a point where she felt like, okay, well, we done. We should be completely done. So she put me in a a situation where she wanted to end all of our ties to each other. But with me being a truck driver, I can't just respond to the issues as immediate as she would have liked to. So we started to, you know, battle with each other again and, you know, remind each other of all of the things that were going on in our relationship that ultimately put us at the point where we ended up breaking up. And um, it was just so stressful. I hadn't had any stress of that magnitude in a long time so um it put me in a bad headspace and you know of course now you know she and I no longer speak and no longer have the potential to be friends so of course I get in my feelings because not so much that I miss the relationship but I just I think it's in some way poor as in like you know value and as in character to you know not be able to maintain a friendship and be cordial with people you once said you love so ultimately it put me in that spot of feeling really bad and I had to do certain things to you know pick up my spirits and you know let myself know that you know this is not of course your fault um everybody doesn't believe or you know see things the way that you do And you have to just know that, you know, whatever good that you tried to put out in the world, eventually it'll return to you. So I went home, I sat down, I thought about how I felt. And then I began to realize that I wanted to kind of like get started on spring cleaning. I was motivated to spring clean and get some of those things and issues out of the way that probably, you know, is giving me a lot of clutter in my life and not necessarily aiding me. And seeing clear. So I began to, um, you know, really get into cleaning and, you know, doing those things that we all should do, you know, at the top of a new year. So as I'm cleaning, I'm, you know, throwing out old pictures, I'm throwing out old gifts. And, you know, I ended up in the closet. I'm throwing away clothes that I probably shouldn't even have, you know, most of which I'm not even wearing. And, there is a um there's two shelves inside of my closet that you would think would typically be used for you know shoes and other garments that you could possibly wear but me I'm a guy that owns more books than shoes so naturally I use those shelves for a bookshelf and um I begin to look through the books because some of you know If you follow me on Instagram, I don't even think I did the, you know, social media shout outs, but you know where to find me at. Um, If you follow me on Instagram, you notice that I'm doing the 52 book challenge. And um, there are some books on that shelf 
that I hadn't even read. Um, I began to like thumb through a couple of them. I threw a couple of them away because I'm not really the fan of the urban um, fiction books like the Ashley and Jaquavis type stuff. Like I'm not even into that no more because typically you could see or hear those type of things in a rap album or a movie. So um, a couple of the books I began to throw away and in the process of throwing a few of the books away, a love letter fell out. Now, the love letter came from me. It was a letter that I had written to this very same girl that I was going through this issue with and having, you know, these same problems at this particular point of the letter with her as I'm having just a few days ago. And I began to become curious of some sense to what I was saying to her. And um, in reading my own words, I realized that I was really vulnerable. I really went deep into whatever it was that was bothering me. Whatever I was feeling must have been really tumultuous because I'm like pleading in the letter. And I guess the reason why guys don't necessarily go this route is because it makes you look a little softer than what you portray every day. It makes you look a little bit more weak as in stature because you're not, you know, trying to prove anything or you're not trying to be that macho, you know, that savage or whatever it is you guys take pride in today. Um, it's a little bit lesser and masculine to, like, kind of dig into your feelings. But, you know, we over here at PVA, we believe that sensitive is gangster. Like, it, it takes a tougher man to explain and, you know, communicate his real true feelings and not care about what the world or the society is going to tell you you are just because you get emotional sometimes like it's it's necessary for us to do that so in this letter i'm really going in i'm like you know i'm talking from a pure and vulnerable place and not so much that i missed the relationship that wasn't at all what the case was but it made me wonder like how much different would that relationship had have been if I had have actually given her the letter. Um, I don't even know the reason behind why I didn't give her the letter. Maybe I was sitting on the feelings thinking like maybe it'll just naturally or organically work itself out. Maybe if I just give it time, things would get better. But I began to like think, what if I had have just given her the letter? Like how much of a difference could this have made to where we are today like maybe if i had given her the letter and she had a knew my real intentions and had a reference to my real intentions then maybe even if we did break up maybe we could have possibly still been friends like it's like a bunch of what ifs to why i could have or should have given her the letter and then it also made me think how many of you that are listening to this are having a communication issue with a person and every time you go to say something, this person interrupts you and cuts you off right at the pinnacle or the peak of the point that you're trying to make. And then when you finally get a chance to talk again, you lost the thought all in one setting. And now you can't even make the valid point that you initially had to make when you were trying to speak because anger has come to the forefront and not understanding the possibilities of you saying the same things all the time and just because she hears it all the time not realizing that she hasn't listened to it yet 
but she hears it all the time. She instantly gets irritated when, you know, you begin to say what she knows you're going to say. And then she just cuts you off. Like, what if you sat down and wrote the letter and let her read what you're feeling? Give her the space and the comfort to take in what you have to say and really process those things. And then there are some advantages to a love letter that I don't think we as men are even considering is a benefit to us when it comes to having the you know arguments or issues of the heart. So today, BJ is going to get into that and break these things down, and hopefully it'll get you to a brighter and peaceful space in your relationship. Let's get to it. So what men may not realize in this love letter process is a couple of things, in my opinion, that um, we probably are taking for granted. Um, it's four things that I want to point out, and it's possibly more than this, but just because this is kind of on the fly, I just want to touch on these things real quick. If, in fact, something does come back to me after, you know, I take in a couple of comments and some of the feedback that you guys may have upon listening to this, then I might do a part two to it to reiterate some things because I just want people to move forward and be happy. Um, definitely in these times, you know, we have to kind of stick together. And I know that that comment that I just made of sticking together is so cliche and it sounds so all black lives matter, but um, your love life matters just as much as everything else. And if you don't have that person, to stick with or stick in with then you're probably going to miss out on a lot of happy times in life so this is what this is actually intended for is to talk about the stuff that most men don't want to address and then also put them in a comfortable position to move forward in their relationships um, pointer number one for me is love letters are a form of romance now when you think back to um, your younger adolescence and you know we are all in grade or middle school some of us are even in high school when we wanted to let a girl know something um, we used to go to you know writing you know do you like me yes or no you check the box or whatever and then she sends it back I mean a few of us have gotten caught with passing love letters in class while the teacher was teaching like a few of us know what that's like and it used to be some fly shit back in the day, you know, when you had the, the chick that you was feeling and she feeling you low key, but she just don't want to let it be known because she really don't know how to let it be known. And so you had to man up, you know, step to her. Hey, look, I like you. Um, and you probably was a little shy, too. You know, so the love letter was kind of the middleman for you. You know, those things are very much you know game changers in our you know childhood but maybe they'll be game changers in our adult life too because you have a lot more to say you have a lot more to put into the letter the words mean a little bit more because you're mature and you're strong and you're a king and you have the heart or the capacity of the heart to really encompass a lot of feelings that most people don't naturally give you credit for um, take advantage of that opportunity to be romantic to your girl. Take her back to a place where she remembers the first time that she actually had a love letter. And when she read your letter, she realized that this topped 
that letter because it was young and it was you know it was really innocent it wasn't necessarily like heartfelt it wasn't that extra mile in the relationship that she's been yearning for since she's been dating in her adult life like give her the opportunity to appreciate you as a man because you're standing out by putting yourself on the line and writing her this love letter i think it's very much romantic to you know exchange letters when there's not even a problem like just write her a letter like send her on the way you know with a coffee mug in the morning with a small post-it you know attached to it you know have a beautiful day and you know whatever it is that you feel like you want to communicate with her on a post-it like buy a card for her. like despite the fact that y'all live together mail her a card to y'all house just something that she ain't gonna expect you know in her mail and then when she opens it up it's a card from you and you sitting right there in the living room like you know do some little significant or special things for her and make her feel like you still trying to keep that romance or that fire alive in your relationship because it's so easy to get caught up in what's going on in life and sometimes life will redirect your energy and your focus like life will sometimes say okay you got all of these bills to deal with but you forgetting that it's somebody in in the other room that needs your love and your affection and your attention and just like you know anything else that this world will give you that shit ain't going nowhere but it it could very well be a possibility that if you don't pay attention to that woman in that other room she just might be that thing to go somewhere she might end up leaving so the things that you can't live without pay the most attention to the things that are never going to change pay the lesser attention to it that's just the way you got to take your responsibility i guess i mean i'm not going to tell you how to live your life but i would much rather pay attention to the things that i can't live without than the things that i can and we all can live without bills fuck bills if you grown whatever so number one love letters are a form of romance um incorporate those in the gifts and the things that you do for your lady it'll definitely work i'm pretty sure it'll work for you if you did that right now for that bullshit you're going through with her right now um number two to the points that i want to put out there for us men is love letters display love patience and they take time all of the things that most women want in a relationship um a woman of course wants to know that she's loved a woman also wants a man that's going to be patient with her a lot of women come to the table with so many things and so many issues and it takes a real dude to be patient and to let her know that i understand that you know you're going through or have been through certain things but i'm the superhero to your situation i want to make you know i want to make better of what you know love to be about i want to make it easier for what you know to be hard in relationships like the one thing that i've been realizing nowadays is a lot of women have you know a lot of different stories of love and there's no superhero in the story it's all villains like everybody is out for the kill everybody is you know a predator or somebody that's trying to take from her nobody is trying to rescue her nobody is trying to you know make life or make love a little bit easy for her so she's just looking for a superhero and for some people they only exist in the movies well no not with bj bj wants to be your superhero in real life this ain't me sucker stroking this just me being who i am like that's what i want to be for my lady that's what i want to be for my children when i have them i, I want to be a hero 
to you know those people that mean the most and so this is what a love letter is typically going to do for you it's going to put you in a place in her life that most men won't even be able to reach because they're too manly or too egotistical to even take the necessary steps to rescue her from the you know the bad thoughts that she carry about love or the the dry spots of relationships that she don't want to revisit again the love that you display like think about what it takes to actually write a letter today in your current life like as busy as you are as an adult the things that you do on a day-to-day seem like it don't even fit in your day-to-day life to like sit down and be able to write a letter so understand that when you wrote that letter it gives her the inclination that he really took time out of his day to do this for me he must love me like all of the busy shit you having the kids you having to go to work you having to feed the children you got to take care of your own day-to-day responsibilities you probably got some things after work that require your attention but you sat down and took the time to you know jot down a couple of thoughts in between the times of you know you having a little down space you took that time and wrote that letter um it doesn't always have to be the four page you know letter or a page or two it could just be like you know some small paragraphs on one sheet of paper you know it don't have to be all elaborate just just effort is what ultimately the letter is supposed to show um that shows love that also shows her patience that you had took the time to you know really sit down and you did what you had to do to make sure that it got done to emphasize to her what you have been feeling and wanting to say um it takes time to sit and process your thoughts sometimes especially as a man you know like it's hard for us to figure out how we feel because we are like programmed to not feel at all like i feel like you know and this may be another conversation for another day but in reality i feel like for men um our tears get taken away from us you know we don't get to cry because the world wants us to be you know emotionless like we can't we can't ever like delve into the things that we need to in order to get that release like men need to have that release and that coming out moment of you know not being afraid to cry or not being afraid to say i'm hurt you know and i think that because everybody wants to be this hard shell all the time is that you're you're being robbed of your tears and those things are very much necessary too you have to have that release at some point or you will destruct like you can't just be this tough ass nigga all the time i just think that shit is weak now so um it takes time it takes time for a man to process his feelings and you are a serious male about your relationship when you actually can communicate those feelings and and let her know like this is real you know what's coming from me i think it's dope to um to have that exchange with your lady because maybe she'll write you a letter back once she realized okay well i can hear him now because we're not screaming this is just me reading his words and you know processing his words without the the raising of an ego or the raising of a voice it might benefit you in that way but you know again this is just my opinion 
I can't really tell you how to communicate with your lady, but I do I do know for a fact that peace always makes situations a lot better. Um, number three is you can't be interrupted in your speaking if what you are saying is written down. Like we all know what that's like to to argue and to have, you know, points that we want to make in the argument and then a person cuts you off before you can even get the point out um i believe that i'm not the only person that does this but when i have confrontations i actually rehearse what it is i'm gonna say you know as crazy as that may sound i don't like anticipate you know war in any sense but when there is an issue or a problem I tend to go over what it is I'm going to say before I say it so I can have my my thoughts and my attitude in order. Um, I don't know where I even developed that skill set from, but um, I tend to believe that it has benefited me because I'm not the person that even likes to argue. Like it's, it's too much in an argument and it's a lot of wasted energy when, you know, me as the Scorpio male even in the event of a problem i'm like kind of like checking you out like if you you know if your cleavage is out a little bit in the dress i i picked up on that even though i'm pissed at you like it's certain things that i'm paying attention to even in the event of arguing that lets me know that it's really no purpose of us to even be going here right now you know it is something else a little bit more fun that i would rather be doing um and you can slide in whatever thought or you know whatever thing you find a little bit more interesting in that place that you could be doing with your lady instead of going through this you know these motions and this bullshit so it's no way to be interrupted you get to really communicate without a person cutting you off and with you taking the steps the patience the time and displaying the love as we just mentioned in step number two now you get the opportunity to complete it all and say it all without a person cutting you off. I think that is, you know, important because it's very easy to lose your train of thought when it derails because somebody else jumped in front of what you were trying to say. Number four is something that I think is very important, you know, just for the sake of being in love and and having a way to remember that this is what you know we were you know when we were together love letters are keepsakes a constant reminder of somebody that really cared we do everything in our power to, to make people you know feel important or appreciated by the money that we spend and you have to understand that you know money does make a difference to a lot of things but it definitely doesn't pay or play enough of a role in love the reason being is because usually money is something that you can get fast and you can spend it even faster than you got it it's something that you don't really have to put much thought in in order to um, let a person know that you care women typically like all of the same things if you are a woman i mean purses and perfumes and earrings and all of those things are like pretty typical and stationary to a lot of women especially if you have a type of women of or woman that you deal with 
you're typically going to run into the same type of woman based on your own preference so it's not going to be hard for you to figure out what it is that you would like to do for her or do with her um so i think the money is the easiest way out of everything like when you don't even know what to buy a person for a gift money uh, keep you in good standing if you give enough but um the keepsake like a lot of times those material things they wear and tear or they break and you know i know for a fact that um in some instances depending on how long you own this letter it is a possibility that it may tear it may you know shred a little bit but i guarantee you that no matter what capacity that letter is in she's going to you know she's going to keep it and care for it in a certain way because this is the most sincere you that she has to hold on to um even if y'all don't work out which i pray that you guys do for those of you that are going through those tough relationships even though it is a possibility that you don't work out it is a strong chance that you will be the constant reminder of a level in a relationship that she would want the next man to step up to when in fact there is a problem she may never tell you that you know you set a standard or a bar in your relationship but ultimately when the next guy that she can't communicate with has the same issues as you two had they get into issues in their relationship she's going to remember well he wrote a letter or he did this or he did that and she's not even going to realize that that may have been what you were sent for in her life to be a teacher to her as to what she needs or what she deserves when you know she's being treated or cared for so you know they're very much keepsakes it's a constant reminder that somebody cared enough to pause life for me and to write me a letter and take the time to figure out his own feelings just to communicate with me um i think that's pretty big and we need to you know take all advantage you know full advantage of those opportunities um one thing that i don't think that um i even touched on in this conversation that just kind of hit me in the middle of speaking is one thing that i think that men need to do more of now too is we need to speak to women's virtues a little bit more than we do the issues and the things that we have to complain about um that's probably number five has nothing to do with the letter but um it may keep you from having to write a certain type of letter just hitting you know just hitting me at this particular moment is i noticed and me and penrose are are guilty of this too like we typically go in on the faults of of a female the things that a female does wrong um one of the other things that just came to mind is we need to speak to what's right about a person too um virtue sometimes are things that women really want to be or really want to desire for themselves but they just don't necessarily have the necessary motivation to reach them and in your relationship you are very much responsible for helping that person reach their full potential so you know sometimes telling her that she's beautiful even when she's acting ugly or sometimes telling her that she's important even when she's not paying you no attention like those things can you know can definitely benefit you in a certain way that you might not even imagine um just in my own thoughts i can remember a relationship 
um, not necessarily the one that put me in this position to talk about the letter, but another relationship. I dealt with the female um, that had a self-esteem issue. And no matter what you did for her, no matter if you told her that um, you were pretty or no matter if you told her how you know cute she looked in her clothes or whatever the case was, she never really knew how to receive you know the compliments or the true feelings of you know me finding her to be beautiful and i remember one time just sitting down trying to figure out a way to make her feel pretty you know to make her feel like she was significant so um i don't know how it hit me but something hit me in my spirit to buy her a bigger mirror i remember like seeing her prepare herself and you know do the necessary things to look decent and she had this really small mirror that you know in order for her to get a full facial view of herself she had to like extend her arm so far out away from her face in order to get a full view of you know herself so i ended up you know finding out this uh beauty supply warehouse not necessarily the one that you know the general public goes to to shop but the one that the beauticians actually you know go to when they need certain supplies to do the jobs like um i was looking for that big dumb mirror that you know that your beautician like give you when your hair finish and then she spin you around in the chair so that you can see the back of your head in the booth mirror like that mirror you know and in my city it's not necessarily a popular thing to the standard beauty supply so i wanted her to have a big mirror and i called her and I'm like excited. I'm like, yeah, girl, I got you something. And I noticed that it was a different spark in her attitude because she wasn't expecting me to get her a gift on a random day. So I finally get to her and I hand her the mirror and she's looking a little crazy. Like, what was the purpose of this? And what is the point of you buying me a mirror when I already have one? Well, um, me and you know my feelings I felt like I wanted her to have a bigger view of how beautiful of a person she was I wanted you to see yourself in full detail and then I just stood behind her with the mirror in front of her and I just pointed out things about her that I felt like were beautiful and in that process she began to cry like sometimes I think that you know they need that assurance that somebody knows you know the positives and the beautiful things and the important things of her sometimes they don't understand it because you're so busy telling them what they're not good at or what they're not doing um they don't feel motivated or inspired to do more of something else and so i actually learned something from that not even realizing it because i can tell that story today like sometimes you have to speak to a person's virtues tell your woman what she's good at tell your woman what you like about her more you know more now than you did when y'all first met tell her about skills that she don't even embrace that she definitely has that she should pay attention to pay attention to her you know so you don't have to write a love letter explaining yourself or trying to get her to understand you because you two are growing together and hopefully she's doing the same for you speak to his virtues too ladies i mean if it's something that he's amazing at tell him if he makes a certain dish you know in the kitchen better than you tell him you know like tell him like look i like yours better than my own 
like make each other feel good the best ways that we can um i think it's very important for us to pay attention to the lost arts in relationships like the lost arts being the love letter how the love letter can definitely make a difference maybe i'll touch on that like the lost arts that we you know are familiar with but we don't use anymore when it comes to love um holding hands in a park and those things have a lot of intricate detail to them that i think we take for granted because we're so busy trying to impress them with big money transactions and big spending opportunities that don't say nothing in the end because anybody can do that but who can write that love letter and who can communicate themselves in the capacity to where she fully gets you and understands you just think about that y'all like that's something that you know kind of just hit me because in the process of going through my week i didn't realize that you know this topic was being formed in the chaos of my week because me and penrose have been having a lot of different issues with the recording and the schedule i mean we having a you know tough time with like mapping out the schedule and then even when we are able to get together we having all of these technical you know issues with equipment and things of that nature so it's really been strenuous and i remember sitting down with him and we were talking about the plans going forward and we were trying to come up with ideas for shows and whatnot and it came about not only with him but with some of the listeners too a lot of people were saying that they really didn't get to know me you know bj they don't really know bj because i'm still kind of like the scotty pippen to you know penrose is 23 so i'm not really like going above and beyond to let people into my life and what you know i deal with and what i go through i only just give the examples that i give on the show so you know we have been hearing like we need to hear more from bj bj needs to speak and say more and do a little bit more than what he's normally comfortable with so the idea for a solo show came about and i began to get nervous because i didn't really know what i wanted to talk about i went over so many different subjects in my own head but nothing came so um i didn't realize that you know the week began to get trying right after we established that this is what needed to be done and then out of the rubbish became a jewel like something that you know somebody can take and you know move forward with and hopefully i could be of a catalyst to help you improve you know your relationship because i like to see people in love i am a person who wants to be in love one day and have the family and all of those different things so i promote what i'm trying to be a part of so um i hope that y'all you know understand to some capacity how you can use this to you know take your relationship a step further and i hope that you know you have some successes with what you heard today because you know we definitely need more love than anything else at this point um definitely shout out to my brother again penrose for allowing me to really break this bread with you guys and um giving me the opportunity to speak and come forward i am in the process of working on a completely different show I'm not going to give very much detail to that show, but it's a little bit different than what we typically do here at PVA. It's just an extension, not necessarily me migrating from brand to brand. I'm still going to very much be a part of Penrose versus anybody, but we're going to add some different content 
to the table um, on this particular side of podcasting that we do. So be on the lookout for that. I just want to grow and help people and try to get things to a more forward thinking process or place. So that's where I am. Um, Shout outs to all of you guys in podcasting that are doing the very same things. I've been hearing a lot of dope stuff from a lot of different shows. Um, I'm really appreciating the um, the dialogue and the very touchy subjects that I'm hearing from Stakes is High. Um, I'm really appreciating the you know the humble and honest commentary, despite how many people may feel about it. They still say what they gotta say. Um, love to my brothers over at DMST for really putting it out there. Like you know those touchy conversations that people just don't want to be real about and most people become scared of saying because they fear ridicule like you know just saying what it is that you're feeling and letting people respond to what you feel because you may just get the answer you're looking for by you know either being optimistic or being an asshole um shout out to uh two shots in the brew and all of the different you know podcasts that i'm you know slowly but surely being integrated into it's a lot of you guys that i'm not mentioning but just know that i am listening i give everybody a fair shot i may not hear every show you do but i definitely check them out as i get the time because there's only so much time that i can actually spend on listening to a million motherfuckers so um shout out to everybody um hopefully you guys are progressing and moving forward with your own individual shows Let's keep up the good content. This is my time. I am BJ. You can follow me at BJ on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I'm going to integrate myself into Facebook and the Snapchat slowly but surely. But um, I'm taking baby steps with all of that because it's really not my thing, the social media thing. But I, um, I want to use it to you know, promote what I'm into. So be looking out for that too. Unfortunately, people, I do not have a poem. I am by no means a poet, um, as my brother is, but I am going to leave a positive note on the go out. Um, The positive note would be to give a female that is fully clothed a compliment. A lot of times in life, we believe that people who are like half or completely naked Those are the only moments in which they deserve praise or they should feel beautiful. When she goes back to reference where your compliment came from, she'll then realize that the only thing that was naked at the time of the compliment was her face. Um, I hope you all received this show well. I hope that it's a blessing to you and it gets your week going on a good foot. That's my time. I'm BJ. Peace and blessings. I'm out. All right, boys and girls, we have reached Poetry Hour.
Today's piece is entitled A Conversation with Love. She said her name was Love, and I didn't believe her until she smiled. So I opened up my door and asked her to stay a while. We talked about it all from old school to new thoughts, the liberty of the city, my journey as a man, my winnings, my faults. She drank tea from a small cup. As a child, she used two hands. She looked up as she set the cup down. In her eyes, I saw sands. Her travels have been many. Her walks have been long. Her time has been short, yet her journeys have been strong. She sang a song, but I heard no words. Mesmerized as she stroked my face, I can feel a soul on my nerves. Love is at my table, within reach of my grasp, and I'm hoping that she's ready. I have so many questions to ask. Like, why did Jennifer leave me? Why did Fela break my heart? Why did Christina take my pride, build it up, and tear it apart? Why did Michi turn her back? Why did Kara say she's done? Was my love with Shani early? Why did Sunshine kill my son? My love began to cry, and this wasn't my intention. But her heart had been lost in the jumbles of aforementioned. I just needed her to listen. Her cries became louder as she fell upon my feet. She apologized immensely for the pain I had received. She swore that she's always loved me. As she stood to her feet, the sand in her eyes were gone, and in them I could clearly see me. I asked rhetorically, are we done here? But she replied with a no. She had questions of her own, opened her mouth and let them flow. Why'd you cheat on Chris? Why'd you leave on sleepless nights? Why'd you kill a man to smile? She only had you in sight. Why'd you demand so much when all Kara did was try? Why'd you yell? Why'd you scream? You threw fits. Why'd you lie? I gave you what you wanted, but with enough you weren't fit. As most men do, you search for another hit. And as high as lust took you, it dropped you from the same heights. It was I who dried your eyes and cleared your mind on sleepless nights. Now love had one more question as she stood shaking on her feet. She pissed her lips, dried her eyes, and asked, do you love me? A reply was unnecessary because my soul felt the truth. After all of these years, I could finally let loose. No facades to be kept, no more games to be played. What I thought was truly love had now been laid to his grave. I was amazed, because in the blink of an eye, true love bid adieu. But simply a note written on a napkin that read, I love you. I will always be here. To be honest, I've never left. And through the sands and journeys, I've kept your heart upon my breast. I am who you're waiting for. Trust, I won't delay. But when I bless you with what you need, with a heart, please don't play. The note was simply signed, your love and friend true. Then there was a knock on my door. She was asking for directions. I'll be damned. It was you. A conversation with love.